Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It is Silver and Black today, round two for this show. For those of you listening to us, we are an Odyssey original podcast. If you subscribe to the show already, you are the best people in the world. And we thank you for that. If you don't subscribe to the show, make sure you do and put on the auto download. That way you don't miss us. If you watch us on YouTube, hit subscription, but also hit the notifications bell. And again, a hello to our listening audience on the radio. That's right. On the bet in Las Vegas, our Odyssey radio station in the home of the Raiders. We appreciate you guys listening to us there as well. This is Scott Cobrantz, and I'm your host, along with my partner, Mo Moten. He's a national NFL writer at Bleacher Report. Follow him at Mo Moten on Twitter, M O E M O T O N. I am at LV Gully. The show is SNB today. Okay, Mo, let's wrap up a little bit talking to Baldy. Um, I like what he he said. I really, more and more, each passing hour, I believe the Raiders will go defense, and I do think they will stay at seven. I think the fact that you can get a Witherspoon, or if Carter fell to seven, I know that's a, a polarizing pick with some folks. Either one of those guys is a game changer in my book. Uh, and yes, it's not a quarterback, but that's okay. I think what they can do is really start to bolster that defense you start to make everybody feel a lot better about what this team can be. So Baldy's feedback on that, I agree 100%, and I'm more convinced it's going to happen. Baldy's on board the Devin Witherspoon train, which made me smile because I've been talking Devin Witherspoon now for, what, two, three weeks? On every show that I go on, Bleach Report live shows, other podcasts, I always say my number one option at seven, unless miraculously, you know, C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young are there at seven, they're not. It's got to be Devin Weatherspoon, and and he even said it. He's one of the he's one of the most Raider prospects out there. So I kind of nailed mm-hmm. Annie's question that she sent last week. Which made yeah, you said he was a dog. He was I, a guy I, that fits well with that Raider team. He, he's absolutely that guy. You just yeah. you, you you just watch a couple of games, you'll see it right away. But as I said to Baldy, my only worry is that the Lions may swipe it because I did my Bleacher Report live mock draft on Tuesday, and that's exactly what happened. My guy, Ray, at Bleacher Report, snagged Devin Witherspoon before I got on the clock. So then I took Christian Gonzalez. Yes, he took uh, Devin Witherspoon for for Detroit Lions. And he explained exactly why I explained the ball is that after you traded Jeff Okuda, who was the number three overall pick in his class, you're probably going to go cornerback. And the Lions are probably going to pick either Witherspoon or Gonzalez. Uh, My BR colleague took Witherspoon, so I took Gonzalez. I I wouldn't call it a consolation prize. I would call it 1A and 1B. 
I like Jerry. I like Joey Porter Jr. more than most, but at seven, mm-hmm. that's too high for me for my liking. If the Razor really like a Joey Porter Jr., I would take him. I would try to trade down to maybe eleven where the Titans are. But if I stick at seven, I can't find a trade dance partner. I do take Christian Gonzalez if Witherspoon is not available. Yes, and and so it was good to hear him say that because I, I think he would be a perfect fit for that. Um, and it's it's one of those situations where I think if you get if the opportunity to move down, like he said, you have to have a big bounty to do it, but I just don't think they will. The other thing, I didn't get a chance to ask him, Mo, but I I know you've been saying it for the last couple of shows that I like Hendon Hooker. I think they could maybe get Hendon Hooker in the second or third round. I think he might fall. I know he's kind of been on the ups and people have been coming up on him, but I'm telling you, they could do that, especially if they get the guy they really want defensively at seven and he's still there in the second round. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. But just remember what, what Baldy also said. He said you you signed Jimmy Garoppolo. You have True. Brian Hoyer there who I don't think is going to play unless, you know, emergency situations. But I think signing Jimmy Garoppolo kind of takes the pressure off the Raiders to be aggressive at getting a quarterback. Now, I don't think they're going to trade up unless they absolutely like the no. guy that's available at two or three. Let's say the Texans move out of the second spot and let's say Bryce Young is available. But I think the Texans would take Bryce Young if he was there. So it would be C.J. Stroud, if anything, if the Texans are going to move back. That's the only situation where I would move up for a quarterback if yeah. I'm the Raiders at seven. But with a Hendon Hooker, you know how I feel about Hendon Hooker. And I think when it comes down to quarterbacks with you and I, I think you're not you're you're way lower on Anthony Richardson than I am, and I'm way lower on Hendon Hooker than you are because I got I have questions about how offensively he transitions from that Tennessee offense to the NFL. So I just have questions about the player in general. But I get again, I get the value of a quarterback and getting the quarterback. You won't get that that fifth year option if you get him in the second round. But you know, if he doesn't play much, then he he will probably accept a modest deal, being that he could be the guy after Jimmy Garoppolo. So I. I understand that that dynamic in that situation at the quarterback position for the Raiders if they were to draft Hendon Hooker in the second round. Yes. Now let's get to players on the Raiders roster. We talked about last show on Tuesday. We talked about Josh Jacobs, and you and I said, hey, look, no hurry. Doesn't have to sign. Uh, they, they had broken off contract negotiations to focus on the draft. Right thing for the team. You and I said, there's no hurry. July 15th. Now, a lot of fans, and, and, and actually it wasn't written in an alarmist fashion by – Vinny and the RJ or any of the beat writers who talked about Josh Jacobs not coming in for the voluntary workouts. Um, there's a reason. And when you're a guy that's getting ready to sign, and by the way, all the big names that have been tagged this year have not signed yet. There's no hurry for them to sign. Yes, they're not going to the voluntary workouts, but Mo, when you're on a situation when you're going to get tagged, because you don't come in for the voluntary workouts, you need to think from a business perspective, especially if there's a chance you may have a contract before july 15th and so if the raiders come back to the table with him he's taking a pause just like they're taking a pause i'm not mad at josh jacobs for doing it i don't blame him if i was his agent i would tell him to do the same thing look as you said the the main thing here is there is no there's really no rush i mean josh jacobs 
basically stayed away from the team last offseason. He comes in and runs for 1,653 yards and 12 touchdowns. So I'm not worried from a, a conditioning standpoint, what condition Josh Jacobs is in once he does or if he does report eventually at training camp. But you said it um, from a from a from a perspective of panic button. Could he be traded? Is he going to be a, 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 a distraction? We're far, far away from that. I, I think the focus now, as you said, is the draft. And after the draft, based on what happens, I think they'll focus on some of the players that they do have the veterans that they have to work out some contract situations, some restructures, an extension with Jacobs. I think that's going to be the top of the priority. But again, after the draft, because there's there's just so much time. I think they understand how important he is to that offense. Yeah, no, and that's true. But Mo, you also when we you talked about it on the show last time, but then when we got off the show, you 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 texted me a story. Um, and talking about the running back market, run that through to everybody. So you understand, because it doesn't matter how good Josh Jacobs is. And I try, I used the stock market as an example last time, but listen, you can have a really good player, but if the market for that player is in a range, you're not going to go outside it because then you set the market. And I don't see Dave Ziegler having any desire to set the market on running backs in the NFL. It goes back to the conversation we had about Devin White and acquiring him and Buda Baker that we had um, over the past show is that it's not as easy as saying he's a good player, so we're going to give him a long-term contract. You have to look at the market value. And to be right. honest with you, safety, inside linebacker, and running back are at the bottom of the total pole when it comes to uh, premiums at the position. So with the running back position, I did text you after the show, Dalvin Cook, the Vikings, are, are there were rumors that the Vikings could either cut or trade him before, after the draft. And people say, well, Dalvin Cook is a multi-time pro bowler, big part of that offense. How could they just let him go like that? And to your point, it's about the market value. The running back, the running back market is probably the most depleted market out there among the positions right now. I just said it. Dalvin Cook could be traded or released. There are, there are situations where people are saying maybe Joe Mixon is replacing Cincinnati. Uh, Derek Henry, there are rumors around him. Could he be traded? He's been so important to that Titans offense. So and Austin Eckler with the Chargers, he, as I said last show, the Chargers cut off talks, extension talks with, with Austin Eckler. So now he's faced with playing out his contract and betting on himself. He doesn't have a choice unless he gets a trade partner to acquire him and want to pay him a new deal. So the top running backs just aren't getting paid. So I don't expect Josh Jacobs, even if the, dude, if the Raiders do give him an extension, I don't expect yeah. him to top the market either. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's why that's why listen, uh, to the fans out there, don't get don't be worried about it. I mean, he will sign the tender, right? Eventually, unless they give him a new contract. Why would you sign a contract when you're trying to get a new one? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And to the point we made last show, Mo, there's no hurry you have to the middle of July. Right. The only issue here is, and I said this on the last show, is if he looks around at the Raiders roster and he feels like the Raiders aren't going to compete or be competitive. He right. may say, look, if you want me to pay for a team, play for a team that's only going to get five to six wins, in my opinion, you're going to have to give me an extension to play for a team like that. Now, if he feels yeah. like this team could compete, win nine games, and could potentially compete for a playoff spot, I think he'll play under the type because that's what he said during Super Bowl week. But again, it all matters of where he thinks the team is headed. Because again, if you're going to take the pounding, if you're going to take all that punishment, that physical punishment, you want to be rewarded for that, especially on yeah. the bad football team. Yeah, no question about it. It'll, it'll be interesting, and I don't think it's a distraction for the team. You know, you have new players there. You have Garoppolo. You have guys there that are in the building in Henderson on Raiders' way, doing what they need to do to to kind of get into the system again and to familiarize themselves with some of their teammates, the facility, 
just getting back into the rhythm here in the spring before they get some time off before camp in the summertime. And one quick thing I'll say is that the Rays also still have a safety net. I know a lot of people complain that Zamir White was a wasted pick last year because he, he barely played because Josh Jacobs went off. But I think having Zamir White gives the Rays a little bit of leverage of Josh Jacobs saying, well, we have Zamir White here. We know he hasn't done much, but we're not going to pony up big bucks for a, for a running back when we drafted a guy <laughs> in the fourth round. I also drafted mm-hmm. uh, Brown in the seventh. So they, they have some guys. They're unproven. But they, they can say, look, if Josh Jacobs walks away or if he holds in or holds out, we have guys that we can develop behind him. Yep, absolutely. All right, well, there you go. That's the Josh Jacobs story for the day. <laughs> and some thoughts on the draft. I'm serious, though, Mo. I cannot wait for Thursday because then all this conjecture is over and then we can actually get to analyzing guys who will most likely be on the Raiders roster. We will have some answers. We can start to at least somewhat pass some judgment on the front office, right? We don't really know what these guys will be until next February, by the way. But by the way, we can at least start to say, okay, what did they do at number one? Did they move around in the draft? What did they do with their picks? The deep picks, third, fourth, fifth round, what did they do there? Did they find value? Is this guy one of those hidden gems? We're going to have a lot more to talk about in uh, about a week and a half than we do now. And I'm all for that because all the mock drafts, all this BS about the quarterbacks, I'm just going to be glad it's over. Same here. I, I know this is a – I've said this on a Beach Report Live show. This is a true BPA draft for the Raiders. I don't <laughs> think they go cornerback, quarterback at seven, but they can pretty much take the best player available at any position. Although I wouldn't like an offensive lineman there. As Baldy said, I think for Peter Scaronzi, seven is too high. Mm-hmm. But I will say there are two objectives the Raiders must check off the box. They need a lead cornerback and they need a linebacker. Regardless of what happens on the draft next week, those two positions they need to address and with players who can contribute right away. Yep, there you go. All right, we're going to step aside for our final break. When we come back, it's your time. Yes, your time. It is the Raider Nation mailbag, which we love to get to this time of the week. We're going to answer your questions and have some fun, too, when we come back here on Silver and Black today. You're with Mo and Scott. Don't go anywhere. 